Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. Welcome into another beautiful broadcast day. It's time for another Powers podcast in the life of Sean. And today we got with us the man. This guy has been around you. Of course, you've heard his name all over the place. This is Sebastian Maniscalco. How you doing, Sebastian? I'm good. I'm in Chicago visiting my father. And uh, I told him, listen, I said, Dad, I'm going to be doing radio in the morning. You got a landline? And uh, he gave me a cordless phone. And I did the first two calls. And it died it had no more battery i go what how old is this thing so I'm is it still attached to the I'm wall like, no, yeah <laughs> still attached to the wall old school uh, so, so, uh, so yeah sebastian's coming to the casino october 21st he's got a couple of shows here at the casino uh the one it will be at 7 p.m the next one it will be at 10:30 uh, p.m and uh sebastian of course has been in comedy for a while uh from chicago now lives out in la he's married and has been running the circuit now uh, let me go back a couple of years because just before the pandemic i saw you for the very first time at the 2019 mtv video music awards and i saw you hosting and i'm like who is this guy man i've never seen you before never heard of you and so tell us how you got started on the you know on the whole circuit from Chicago. Yeah, I moved out to LA in 1998 and uh, kind of hit the ground running doing stand-up comedy. I was working at the Four Seasons Hotel as a waiter while I was trying to get my feet wet with stand-up. And uh, for me, it was a slow burn. It was no TV, no film. It was basically built on the back of stand-up comedy, uh, going to comedy clubs all over the country and developing a fan base. And then uh, it kind of snowballed into theaters and then arenas. And then I got, you know, cool opportunities like doing the MTV Video Music Award and some movies and and uh, it, it really blew up more than I ever anticipated uh, when I when I first moved out in 98 I just wanted to make a living doing stand-up comedy that's basically what my dream was and uh, the next thing you know I'm uh, I'm doing MTV so it was um, it was cool you've done a whole bunch of stuff over the years uh, you were uh, you know in an animated feature in nut job 2 uh, you did a role in the new line feature comedy the house starring with Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler what was that experience like working with Will Ferrell well just a great guy and, and funny funny guy I grew up watching him too uh, you know in all his movies old school was one of my my favorite movies and and uh, yeah I got an opportunity to work with some really cool people I mean, Irishman worked with De Niro and, and then I just wrote a movie and De Niro's playing my, my father and a movie we shot in Alabama that's coming out uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, entitled about my father so and, and De Niro being the uh, professional that he is wanted to spend time with my own father so he could get some of his kind of nuances down and, and my father's on set you know, teaching De Niro how to be him. And my father came up to me. He's like, I got to get out of here. I go, why? He goes, I got to get back to the salon. I got terms I got to do. <laughs> so my dad was like, uh, uh, he's like, I'm losing out on money. Uh, I, I, I go, Dad, you're working with Robert De Niro. I, goes, I don't care who I'm working with. He's not paying the mortgage. So uh, it was it was really surreal to see that. So you worked with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Tell us uh, what that experience is like with Kimmel on the set, because you filled in for him uh, last year, right? A couple of nights. You guest hosted the show. Yeah, during the pandemic, uh, I did. Uh, I, I, I was like a fill-in host, but um, during during the COVID, 
it wasn't on set. It was in front of nobody. It was just no audience. So that was a challenge, like doing jokes and hearing no laughter. Um, but it was it was fun. I had a good time doing that, and I've been on a show many a times, and it was pretty cool to be on the other side of the desk uh, interviewing people. I think I had my buddy J.J. Watt on for that particular show, and uh, I had a good time doing that, uh, although I don't know if I could see myself doing uh, that type of work night in, night out. Yeah, well, you've been around the world, too. I mean, you've done USO tours in Guam and Fuji, and, uh, you know, you appeared on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. You've also written a book, too, and, you know, you've uh, you've even said, you know, it took me a long time to write a book because, you know, you weren't good at writing, and you, the book is called Stay Hungry. What was the book about? It's kind of my my experience over the last 20 years of doing stand-up. I, uh, I uh, when it was presented to me, I'm like, I don't, I don't got a story or anything like that. I didn't overcome any obstacle or illness or whatnot. I just thought books were reserved for people who, who had like an extraordinary life story. But then after I started to sit down and look at kind of where I've been and what I've done, I'm like, oh, this, this would be a kind of a funny anecdote of, of my life and my experiences in, in stand-up comedy and the entertainment business. So, yeah, it was difficult. It was one of the most difficult things I've had to do is write a book because, like I said, I'm not much of a writer. I don't even write my jokes. My jokes are, you know, just kind of stories that I tell on stage that I record and then and then go back and kind of listen to them and then go back the next night and tweet the stuff. So the book was, was definitely difficult, but very rewarding to kind of have that in writing forever, uh, especially when I got kids, young kids, five and three, and, and maybe when they grow up, they could kind of read about what daddy's story was all about. So what is it with your family life, you know, with the wife and you're always on the road and traveling and doing comedy shows and stuff like that for a comedian, uh, you know, have, holding a family life as well. I mean, how stressful is that for your family back home? Yeah, you know, I'm going to take a year and a half off starting January 1st just because, you know, I want to be more of, yeah, I just, I just want to be there. I don't want to be one of these dads who, you know, misses a, a recital because he was in Miami doing a stand-up comedy show. So. I'm very, very cautious about um, how much I work now than I ever have been before in the past just because I uh, I want to see my kids grow up. I want to be part of that whole, you know, family unit. And, uh, you know, it's a lot on my wife. You know, she's got to, like, you know, hold the house down while I'm, uh, I'm on the road. But, uh, you know, with COVID and the pandemic, I was home for two years, and now I'm going to be home for another year and a half. So... I've definitely kind of pulled back the reins a little bit on, on work and, and, and focus on what's more important, which is family. And see, and a lot of people don't understand, you know, the the, uh, the whole comedian thing of, uh, you know, always being on the road. But, yeah, be, you know, being at home, being able to spend that time with, you know, during COVID, being at home. And But you're back on the road. You're going to be here at the uh, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort October 21st. you got a couple of shows going on. What kind of comedy show can we expect from you? Because comedians have different, you know, you know, different comedians have different shticks and, and stuff that they do. But yours is like mixing it, mixing real life with more physical comedy. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, I've always been very physical on stage and, and, and facial expressions and always trying to entertain the audience in any way I can and a lot of my material is rooted in observational humor I use my my own family as fodder not only my immediate family but you know my extended family and uh, even though I'm a, I'm a father I, I, I do have material about me being a dad and my experiences but I, I make sure that I don't lean too heavy on just one topic because you know you look around the audience not everybody's a dad or a family man in the audience and they might want to hear other things other than 
you know, me dealing with changing diapers or whatever I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just more of what you've seen in the past, but, you know, obviously different jokes and, and uh, as my life changes, my material changes. So, you know, if, uh, you know, I'm going to Disneyland now. I never used to do that before because now I got two kids. So, you know, I, I put stuff in about Disneyland. So, uh, whatever I'm doing, I mean, here I'm in the basement of my my father's home, and he's got these uh, he's got six hundred pairs of plastic gloves down here because he bought them because they were on sale. <laughs> so I, uh, I I just kind of he's got a Christmas tree down here that, that that's about two feet high that he doesn't even put in the closet. He just brings it up every year. So he, he, my dad has always been a huge huge part of my act, and uh, as long as I continue to talk to him, the material basically writes itself. So nobody does this tour coming to the casino here on the 21st. You can get your tickets online at uh, BastionLive.com. Uh, anything else you want to throw out there before you come to the casino? Yeah, I just started a new podcast called Daddy vs. Doctor. I uh, I did a, um, a podcast with my pediatrician, who's uh, our family's pediatrician. And it basically is a call-in show where people call in with uh, their, their problem about their kid or what's going on with their family. And he gives kind of medical advice, and I sprinkle it with humor. So... Uh, we just launched that this this uh, week, and uh, we're very proud of it. So, um, yeah, that's all I that's all I wanted to tell you. Yep, and we can uh, we can throw that in the podcast here as well. So, again, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, looking forward to the show at the casino here in a couple of weeks, or actually, it's next weekend. And uh, definitely, uh, you know, good luck to you on the rest of the tour. And and of course, you've got some more stuff that you're working on. Uh, not only are you know the movies coming out with Robert De Niro playing your dad, but you're also working on something with Discovery Plus too, right? Yeah, I'm going to be. Uh, well, I got Discovery Plus. I'm doing that well done show that's that's airing, and then uh, I'm going to be doing. Um, a show with Chuck Lorre uh, for HBO Max uh, entitled Bookie, where I'm going to be playing a bookie. It's a, it's a half-hour comedy with violence, so uh, looking forward to doing that. Absolutely, man. Well, we'll let you get back to your day working with your dad's rubber gloves and his Christmas tree. So, <laughs> All right, brother. <laughs> have Take fun care. with that, my friend. We'll see you at the casino here next Friday night. You got it. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to My michiganpodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.